you are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, welcome to Lockdown Angels, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. My name is Taylor Blake Ward, and we try our best to make sure that this show is always on a high note. We want to make sure that you're happy while you're listening in. But today is a day that we have marked on our calendars, April 9th. The somber note, today is the 10-year anniversary of one of the most tragic days in Angels history. We're talking about the night the organization lost Nick Aidenhart, a promising young pitcher, but we're not going to focus on the baseball part of this as much as we're going to talk about the actuality that three young people lost their lives that night 10 years ago. Another lost a chunk of his lifetime. And we're going to take you back to the tragic morning of April 9, 2009. Obviously, this is a very emotional subject, and it's going to be a very emotional podcast. So I understand if you're tuning in, and this isn't exactly what you wanted to hear on your Tuesday morning drive or Tuesday afternoon drive, and if you don't want to relive that night or that day, I fully understand It's very hard to talk about, and for myself even, it's very hard to talk about this, but it is our way of honoring Nick Aidenhart, Courtney Stewart, Henry Pearson, and the families of those three young people who lost their lives 10 years ago. And even though this is a baseball podcast, this is not a baseball situation. A decade ago, there were fathers and mothers who lost their son, lost their daughter, and what we can do is honor those sons and daughters and those parents by talking about how great their children were and hearing from those that knew them on a personal level and can speak on the kind of person that they were and the young life that really was special that we lost. Now, starting with Courtney Stewart and Henry Pearson, these are people that the majority didn't know, sadly, but they are still two young lives that lost their lives on that night, and I happen to know someone that knew Courtney Stewart very well, and when I worked in the minors, I worked with this young lady who knew Courtney, and any time that her name was brought up, she would get very emotional over it and would talk about how happy Courtney always was, how she would smile over everything and laugh and enjoy life. Courtney was 20 years old. She was a cheerleader at Cal State Fullerton and wanted to be a broadcast journalist, and we can only imagine what she would be like today. Maybe she'd be on Fox Sports. Maybe she'd be on ESPN as a sideline analyst. Maybe she'd be doing pregame for the Angels. Maybe she'd even be a mother. Henry Pearson was driving the car that night. He was 25 years old. He wanted to be a sports agent, and Maybe today he would be making these million-dollar signings for baseball players. Maybe he would have represented Nick in free agency and gotten Nick these multi-million-dollar deals. And neither of those things happened because of the mistake of one young man who got behind the wheel after drinking too much. I can never tell you what to do. I'm a stranger to you. You only hear from me daily in the mornings or in the afternoons. But I will tell you this as a stranger. Never allow drunk driving to be an option. If you go out with friends and you have a drink or two too many, do not get behind the wheel of a car. You have so many options. You have your friends. You have your family. You have Uber. You have Lyft. You have taxis. Don't ever get behind the wheel while you're drunk. And we can see the impact of what happens. We see this from the 10-year anniversary of three young people losing their lives. And it's sadly, it's not the only time this is going to happen. Sadly, this happens nightly. People lose their lives to drunk drivers all the time, and we can see the impact it has. The Aidenhart family will never be the same. The Pearson family will never be the same. The Stewart family will never be the same. The Wilhite family will never be the same. John Wilhite will never be the same because of a drunk driver. And imagine if that was you behind the wheel. So please, 
I'm begging you never get behind the wheel if you are intoxicated. Even if you've had just a little bit too much to drink, call a taxi, call a friend, call a family member. I beg you to do that. Now, the young man that we got to know over a very short period of time was Nick Aidenhart. We saw his final game, six innings of scoreless baseball against the Oakland Athletics in front of a sellout crowd at Angel Stadium. But there were some that I've spoken to in the past that knew him better than we ever will. And the first one that I'm going to bring up is someone I talked to just a few years ago about this, and that was Jared Weaver. If you remember, Jared Weaver would write Nick's initials in the mound right before he would pitch. There would be a locker next to Jared's, empty excluding the diamond-plated plaque with the name Aiden Hart and the number 34 engraved it. He had the jersey there for a long time. And I'm going to quote Jared because I think it's the only proper way to really express how Jared felt about Nick Aiden Hart. So as we talk about this, this is a quote from Jared Weaver just from a few years back. Over the years, it's gotten a little easier to deal with, but at the same time, even talking about it right now, you get emotional about it. I think of him every day, really. My son is named after him, so there's not a day that goes by I don't think about him. I still say a prayer for him every time I go out and pitch. He's just one of those guys that sticks with you, and there's always a point in the day where he crosses your mind. Someone who took notice of this relationship between Jared Weaver and Nick Aidenhart was Tim Mead. He's the director of media relations for the Angels. And I talked to him on that same day. It was only a few years ago, but this is what Tim had to say about Nick Aidenhart. He said, You saw somebody that the veteran players took to, Jared especially. He was a guy that went about his business, worked hard, and his teammates had a lot of respect for his work ethic. He was a very polite young man, very dedicated, very focused. Now, Tim was telling me about the night of April 9th, the morning of. He was in the hospital with Nick's father, Jim. And Tim was very emotional about this. But we did get to speak for quite a while about this. And Tim, when speaking about this, we spoke about the season going forward in 2009. There was a 34 patch on every jersey and the Nick Aidenhart jersey that hung in the dugout. But Tim really took notice of how the team kept Nick as a part of the team even after his death. This is Tim quoted, The celebration after we won the division in 2009, everybody going out to right center field honoring him. They honored him in the clubhouse. It was something these guys would carry around. It was a life lesson for somebody who did nothing wrong. April 9th is down on our calendars. Individually, we mark it as a prayer. It's an anniversary you remember in private more than public knowledge, but everybody deserves to be remembered. Now, that final quote from Tim is one that I'm going to carry with me the rest of my life. I think it's fantastic. And we do remember Nick Aidenhart. We remember him as a pitcher, but I think most importantly is that his parents remember him. And we have to remember that this was the son of a mother and a father, a friend of many, And this was a very special person to a lot of people, as were Courtney Stewart and Henry Pearson. And I think it's only fair that we remember them in the honorable ways. And we remember how the others remember them as good people, good kids, because that's what they were. They were kids that had their lives cut short by one stupid mistake by a drunk driver. Now, we do have to go to break. And I do have to note this. We have an obligation to mention the sponsors in the podcast, and they're the ones that do allow us to have this podcast. And even though this is an emotional podcast, we still do have to talk about the sponsors. One of those sponsors is BlueChew.com, the better, cheaper, faster choice for male enhancement. has the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, and since they're chewable, they work twice as fast. BlueChew is offering a special promotion to our listeners. Just go to BlueChew.com, enter promo code MLB, and your first shipment is free. Once again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code MLB, and your first shipment is free. We'll be right back with more Locked On Angels. Welcome back to Locked On Angels. In our first segment, we did talk about Nick Aidenhart, the 10-year anniversary of the death of Nick Aidenhart, along with Courtney Stewart and Henry Pearson. 
on a bit of a higher note, the Angels did have a game on Monday night. They did win 5-2. to two. Now they're 5-6 and six on the season. They beat a very good Brewers team with output for some unlikely candidates as home runs would be the difference coming from Tommy LaStella and Drelton Simmons and Justin Bohr. Brewers would get on the board first with an RBI single from Orlando Arcia, and then again later with a solo home run from Mike Moustakis, but that would be the only damage against Angels pitching as Trevor Cahill went six innings while only allowing those two runs. The bullpen once again strong with three scoreless innings, but the vital moment for the pitching for me came in the eighth with a one-run lead. Ty Buttry once again showing why he was brought over and is giving the Angels some of their most valuable innings. In the eighth, Buttry came in to face Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, and Ryan Braun. No easy task, but Buttry made it look easy. He only allowed a single to Yelich, which a lot of pitchers do this year, and they have done the best. He ended the inning with a strikeout of Travis Shaw. I like what Brad Osmus did here. He gave his best reliever the highest leverage situation, and Buttry came through something we can expect from the Angels over the course of 2019. There's more high leverage situation arms in the Angels' bullpen than there has been in the past seasons, even though Cody Allen is the closer. They're going to use guys like Justin Anderson, who was sent down to Salt Lake today. Just, I think, a little bit of rest for him. Ty Buttry, Hansel Robles, others. Angels would take the lead twice in this game, both with the quick response home runs from Tommy LaStella in the second and Drelton Simmons in the fourth. And then the biggest blow coming in the eighth when Justin Bohr hit a two-run home run, his first in an Angels uniform. The biggest plays of the night, though, came on defense. And what more can be said about Mike Trout? Top of the third, no outs. Christian Yelich looked to have a home run in the bag, but Mike Trout made a leaping catch at the wall. Even though Trout didn't continue his hitting streak, Trout did walk twice, which means he has reached base in every game in 2019. On-base streak dating back to 12 games last season. The two walks also continued a stretch of eight games where he has reached base multiple times. The other big defensive play came in the second inning. Andrelton Simmons, I mean, what do you expect? Range behind second base, got the speedy Lorenzo Cain on a ground out at first, which easily preserved one run, possibly two. Watching him daily is just such a special thing. He's so good on defense, and if the offense can pick up, this is one of the guys that is going to be so vital for the Angels moving forward. He hit the home run tonight, had the big defensive play. He is my personal pick for player of the game. I hope he was yours as well. Like we said, the Angels pull off the victory over the Brewers. Huge win, 5-2 to to open the series against the Brewers. They're now one game back of 500. they They've won four in a row after losing five in a row, taking one of one to start the year. Positive signs for the Angels is their pitching is continuing to succeed and their offense is starting to pick up. So maybe signs of really promising things for the Angels moving forward. Like we said, we're so early in the season, you can't overanalyze one thing or another. But I think what we've seen from the pitching, especially the bullpen, has been really strong. And if they can continue to do this, Yeah, they're a team that's going to be able to make a name for themselves in the American League West. That's all we have for today's show. I know the beginning of the episode was very emotional, but I think it's something that we can do to honor the families of Nick Aiden Hart, Courtney Stewart, and Henry Pearson. And as I noted earlier in the show, Tim Mead is the one that said every life deserves to be remembered. And these are three lives that we have to remember. Remember Nick, Courtney, and Henry, and remember the special people they were and the special people in their lives who have the daily struggle of not having them around anymore, especially a day like April 9th that is going to be engraved in their memory for the rest of their lives. So if you are the religious type or have the religious backing, I just recommend that you say a prayer for their families just for comfort so that they can find some peace today. Thanks again for tuning in to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Remember, you can download today's episode and all of our episodes here at the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or my personal favorite, the new Himalaya Podcasting app, free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. 
Remember to follow us at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I know it's very emotional for a lot of us, but I think that we can find some peace today. And maybe, just maybe, baseball can be our release from the real life. Again, thanks for listening. My name is Taylor Blake Ward, and you're tuned in to Lockdown Angels on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everyone.